When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly. All right. I know we got stuff. <laughs> yes, we do. We're going to revisit something that we talked about at the beginning of the show today. That is the divorce of actor Army Hammer and his wife, Elizabeth Chambers. According to TMZ, they both just filed for divorce. Elizabeth filed the divorce petition and Army filed his answer at the same time. So, TMZ saying clearly that was coordinated on their parts. Now they're saying that there are differences in these filings. So Elizabeth wants sole custody of their two kids, five-year-old Harper Grace and three-year-old Ford. Oh, their kids are young. Very young. And Army is asking for joint legal and physical custody. Elizabeth citing irreconcilable differences as the reason for the divorce. Now TMZ says uh, that there is no prenup between the two of them. And based on the documents, it appears that Army will pay spousal and child support. Now, they're also noting that the date of separation is interesting because Army lists January. Elizabeth lists July. So that's a pretty significant difference. And it has a reason, though. Yeah, so the, here's here's a difference, that if the judge accepts Elizabeth's version that their separation date is this month, that they would have been together as a married couple for just over 10 years, and that could affect spousal support. If it's January, then it's under 10 years, because I'm ah. assuming that they are in the state of California. Right. And that if it's over that 10-year mark, then it's a 50-50 split division of assets i mean remember with katie holmes and tom cruise this was an issue because we talked about it was them. actually nicole, nicole kidman oh, and tom yeah. Cruise. Yes. yeah yeah it totally was oh army you dog you yeah, dog you you've dog. been together with her for 13 years i think they have family photos of them coveting in in illegally no but in in the cayman islands yes. that they were together so yeah, they were in the Cayman Islands, and the only reason that that drew attention is because people started to ask some questions, and I felt like then they kind of did the the whole proactive thing of like, oh, well, because she did, and it's on Elizabeth's Instagram account, and the post is still up, where she explains why she and her family are in the Cayman Islands, mm-hmm. and she's just like, you know, we got caught here, and blah, 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 blah. She gives a lot of reasons. Yeah. For them being on the island. Oh, boy. I know. I don't know. So exactly I guess that whole happened. friendly, amicable thing. Is it Have there ever been BS? rumors about these guys? Well, the rumors over in Blind Item Land, Celebrity uh-huh. Gossip Land, is they were quite the swingers. Really? Yes. This is like this whole other world, Lori. Well, I'll <laughs> never forget how handsome he was when he walked oh. by us oh. on the scene. He and was we, tall and good looking and he ooh. talked to us. He did because we talked to him about, we're sorry you got busted, come across the border. border. If you remember with the with yes. ganja. Yeah, no, uh-huh. he's amazingly good looking. He's, he's beautiful. Beautiful. Well, here's a blind item. Okay. From September of 2019. 
And this is what a blind item website had to say. Given their pretty open dialogue about their sex life, I'm not sure why people are all that surprised to see Army Hammer and his wife Elizabeth at a swingers club in Los Angeles. Really? How do you guys feel about swingers clubs? Well, if if you want to do it, do it. Yeah, you just know, keep it. Could you thing. do that? I mean, is that ever? Have you been to one? Have I been to the uh-huh. swingers club? I'm going to plead the fifth on that, Julia. I thought I told you a couple well, of those. I stories. know which ones. <laughs> And also, apparently, they like to have sex in the bathroom during premieres. At a lot of people like to do that. I have friends who do that. They'd rotate through the city. So you never know which stall you would find Army Hammer and Elizabeth Chambers having relations with. And apparently, they were very open about it. So it was just an open secret in Hollywood. Well, maybe one of them uh, found that they liked, uh, you know... Someone on the side, right, a little too much, than... like that other divorce we had, the other breakup we had with the, um, who was that? It's another COVID breakup. It'll come to me. All right. Well, we'll move on. Okay. Let, let, let those wheels spin. Now, Lori, I want to bring it to you because you said, so you were asking off the air. We yeah. were talking earlier in the show about Jada Pinkett Smith admitting that she had had an affair with somebody else while still married to Will Smith, although she says they were separated. Now, trending in tandem with that yeah. is Margot Robbie and Charlize Theron. Now, the internet kind of bubbling about whether or not Will Smith had affairs with his co-stars in the past. So we what remember did you find? talking about this. Well, it was on the, one of the sets that of a movie that was shot in uh, New Orleans. It was the 2013 Focus. It was mm-hmm. called Focus. It was Will Smith, Margot Robbie, mm-hmm. the co-star. And there were photos um, of uh, them. They did some racy shots in a photo mm-hmm. booth at a cast party. And then he gave her a piggyback ride to their trailer. Oh. And they got photos of it. And she's. they're both lifting up their shirts mm-hmm. and... He's kind of got his tongue out with her and blah, blah, blah. So he wasn't acting like a married man. And this was something tw- happens in the French Quarter down there. Yeah, I Justin guess so. Timberlake. Ask Justin Timberlake. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was in New Orleans. And so they're like, well, Margot Robbie didn't spill the tea. Mm. Yeah. Well, she doesn't have a talk show on Facebook. <laughs> no, I know it. I just, yeah, that's, I'm still really surprised that those two, uh, came out with all that today that they were Will Smith and um, yeah. that they were privately separated during uh, maybe August had too many receipts and this is just the story they decided on okay. let's just say we were privately right, separated perfect. people yeah. don't need to know all of our business and that's that we both have we're free to go and you know have sex with other people if we want are you thinking Kelly Clarkson and Brandon Blackstreet Yes, yes, yes. Kelly Clarkson, Brandon Yeah, Black that Sock. they, that he had, a, you know. Maybe some dalliances. It was a threesome that's gone that went, you know, all right. wrong. Mm-hmm. In yeah. all the right and wrong right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about some gossip that sources at the Daily Mail uh, are dishing, and that's about Jessica Mulroney. Sources tell the DailyMail.com that Jessica is devastated and keeps calling her best friend Meghan Markle nonstop in a bid to patch up their friendship, but it's not working. And that Jessica is now considering writing a tell-all book about Meghan Markle because she has nothing to lose because Meghan isn't answering her phone calls anymore. She won't do that. Okay, yeah, she will not do that. She's that, that's to the her son desperate of a prime attempt. Minister. That's her desperate yeah. attempt to try and happen. get Meghan Markle to call her back. You know, Meghan will call you, Jessica. Just give it some time. She's really shocked that you were such an a-hole and that you tried 
to get. But sometimes people make mistakes. But Julia, when and it, it, that would be like the fight that happened, Jessica Maroney took her own self yeah, down. She, she responded to a Canadian woman's blogging thing about that she just wished yeah. everyone would yeah. be out loud. And Jessica starts threatening her privately, and she never even called her out. So that was just the ultimate in. She needs to learn her lesson because I, she sounds like a very entitled woman. And, oh. and Megan just probably now is looking at her friend through a whole nother light. And also, yes, just give it time just to give it breathe. Time to breathe and all of that. It's not like you guys are going to be seeing each other, but she doesn't know if you're going to use her to try and get back. And she maybe wants you to really think about why would you attack this woman and try and ruin her career? When you weren't even being called out. It's so weird. So, you know, Jessica, just settle All down. Right. That's what It'd I said. It'd be a juicy book, though. <laughs> There's nothing to tell. How do you know? I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I know. <laughs> hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. It's time for Friday Picks, and they are brought to us by AARP of Minnesota, where they are helping Minnesota's connect to the resources that help them save money and live their best life. For more information, go to aarp.org backslash Minnesota. They do a lot of cool things throughout the week for people from Minnesota and even host a, a town hall with national experts every Thursday at noon on a different topic. So check them out, people, peeps. That's what we know about that, and it's time for the picks. All right, Holly, do you want to go first? Okay, sure. So I've got a trio of movies that you will be able to watch, and I believe they all made their debut at the Sundance Film Festival this year, and now they're all streaming. So the first one is called Palm Springs. It stars Andy Samberg. Well, that's Uh, why he was everywhere. Yes, Kristen Miltoti, Peter Gallagher, J.K. Simmons. It's kind of like a Groundhog Day in Palm Springs. So it's... Like, you know, the movie Groundhog Day with yes. Bill Murray and uh, Annie McDowell, where he wakes up every morning and then he finds himself in the same predicament. Well, this looks like a cute romantic comedy. It's on Hulu. You can watch it right now. It's called Palm Springs. Second pick is something that's streaming on Netflix today, and it also made its debut at the Sundance Film Festival, The Scary Movie Relic. Yes. Okay, what scary. is that? It's 95% on Rotten Tomato, Holly. Oh, it's produced by Jake Gyllenhaal, mm-hmm. and it stars Emily Mortimer, and, uh, you know, I it looks scary. I'm it's, just going to oh, say Oh, is it going to be scary? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's 95%, though. People are like, it is a it's layers and layers of psychological horror. I can't do it. People love these kinds of movies in the summer, though. Mm -hmm. This will do very well. I think that's on Amazon and Apple. Yeah, I think it Netflix for sure. Okay. So uh, go and find Relic. And then also something that's on Netflix that I believe debuted at Sundance this year. It's a documentary called Mucho Mucho Amor. It's about Walter Mercado. He was the longtime ast- television astrologer. Yes. Yes. And Didn't so. Did he wear turbans? Oh, and the mustache and, and capes. Yes. And- he was very, was very that extravagant. I just watched this for some reason. She loved it. <clears throat> I heard her talking about it. Is this where Johnny Carson got his Karnak? Was that based on Walter Mercado? I have no idea. Okay. Maybe but that we'll would kind of make sense, Lori. Well, he is the subject of this documentary. I believe he just passed away last year. But uh, if you don't know the name Walter Mercado, you definitely would know him if you saw him. Mm-hmm. But this is Walter Mercado's mm-hmm. life story in its film, or it's uh, streaming right now on Netflix. It's called Mucho Mucho Amor. All right, cool. All right. Julia, what do you got? 
Okay. And so, that Palm Springs, people love that, too. Yeah. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so for um, beginning July 15th, so next week, I just want to give a shout-out the Split Rock Lighthouse and Jeffers Petroglyphics, or Petroglyphs or whatever mm-hmm. it is, are going to be open again. Good. But you need, um, they're going to have a limited number of daily visitors. So they're going to have a box office there and a limited number of tickets are going to be available for walk up. So you can go back and, and if you're going to go up the North Shore, you can go there. Yeah, that's beautiful. I kind of thought that was cool. Okay. Also, Tom Hanks movie Greyhound that we talked about a lot yesterday about the real life battle is based on true uh Real life battle in World War Two about um, submarine battles. Mm-hmm. The submarine battleship. I don't know what the heck the name of it was. Other it's things called that, Greyhound. The movie. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Didn't I call it that? I, don't I just know. said the Tom Hanks movie, probably. And then, other than that, Lori, I'm just going to pass it on to you. All right, fine. Well, there is some music happening going on. First of all, the Chan Hassan concert yes. series has resumed, and. They used to be in the Fireside Theater, but because nothing is going on in on the main stage where Music Man would have been playing, uh-huh. they moved everything in there. Where they can do social distancing at a grander scale. Yes, and uh, uh, tonight is um, Andrew Relish's Frank Sinatra show, Tonight and Tomorrow Night. And then um, on Sunday, Lori Doken is doing I Am Woman, Hear Me Roar. Oh. It's an all-star female. Lovely. Yeah, and then there's a Buddy Holly tribute for Wednesday and Thursday. So just go to Chan Hassan DT because the performances they have, like Fleetwood Mac is coming up, the tribute to them, ABBA, Patsy Cline, Van Morrison, but they're only selling so many tickets. Exactly. I don't know if it's 120 people. I don't know, but they're practicing all the social distancing stuff, but you get it. Tickets are forty bucks, and yep. dinner is another fifteen. But it's in the big main showroom, ChanhassenDT.com, and Which then so fun. And then also out in Burnsville, you know, Mick Sterling is doing the relief sessions every weekend. And um, I don't know if there's any tickets tonight. Stealing Dan, Love the it. Stealing Dan tribute, and tomorrow night is uh, or later tonight at eight fifteen is High and Mighty. So those are happening every weekend, and. Um, you just go to the relief sessions on okay. Facebook. And then tomorrow night, Dan Israel and friends, they're having their seventh annual outdoor. This is outside. This is free in St. Louis Park. It's at Wolf Park, which is the Veterans Amphitheater. And it's Dan Israel and friends, Katie Vernon. That's from six to nine. And, and they're just bringing it. Be- hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and what do I even say other than hey <sighs> well that's why they're introducing an all-new bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier starting the chat better and dating safer they've changed so you don't have to download the new bumble now fun yeah that'll yep. be fun and then bunkers is open and they've got bands they've got the combo is playing on sunday night 
Uh, so Shaholics is playing tonight, and they're just letting whatever percentage of the bar of people in. I didn't and, know that. Yeah, and Driftwood is open, and the Minnesota Music Cafe has the good, the bad, and uh, the funky, and they've got another band tomorrow night. So there, there is some dancing going on, and they just are keeping it, you know, limited as far as. Uh, and then the Ice House is doing music out on the patio. Nice. So there, there's some there's music some for things us. happening. There is some stuff for us to so have normal. to be doing, Julia. That sounds normal. And the Jayhawks, if you want to, uh, they've got um, their new album. They were going to be playing, you know, probably a First Avenue show or something this weekend. But um, they fans can at least see them stream a short garden party set that was filmed in St. Paul for CBS this morning, Saturday. So that'll be on tomorrow morning as oh, well wow. as... Public Radio's World Cafe and Acoustic Cafe. You just go to the uh, jayhawksofficial.com to okay. see them perform. Check, check, check. Check, check, check. We got check, it. Check. I got it. Okay, let me tell you a little something that I learned. All right. Um, Standing by. Standing. And I know Palmer's is open. Palmer's Bar is open the yep. patio. A lot of patios are open, yeah. and some of them have live music. I mean, right. you can, being outside people is do you can do it. Yeah, the Psycho Susie's got that good outside yes, patio. That's they really a huge do. Stillwater is a ton of action mm-hmm. going on. Okay, so um, there was an article today. I don't know if it was in Variety or what about the Chicks, formerly known as the Dixie Chicks, and um, a little bit about the trio. And here's what they said. The band was originally formed in Dallas, Texas in the late 80s by sisters Marty McGuire and Emily Strayer with Lori Lynch and Robin Lynch Macy as a bluegrass band. Mm -hmm. And we knew that by the fiddlers. Um, We were totally working as in kitschy cowgirl clothes and everything on the stage was big. Our hair, you know, we were all into it. We had these cowboy hats playing down on street corners. I can see the look. Oh, yeah. They started getting requests for bookings, and they needed a name. And they loved the Little Feet song, Dixie Chicken. It actually just came, I I love that song, came Uh on the radio. So we were the Dixie Chickens for maybe six months, they said. McGuire hated being called a chicken. I wouldn't, that's not good. So they shortened it to chicks. Mm -hmm. They released three independent albums before Natalie Maines became the lead singer. The band signed a seven-record deal with Sony, and again, they questioned whether to continue as the Dixie Chicks. Strayer even wondered if the word chicks was too derogatory for women, but ultimately felt maybe it's empowering. When we signed to Sony, we thought about it again. The labor's like, no, it's, it's okay, it's catchy, it's you. There's history there. But as the years progressed, the more and more they tried to distance themselves from the world, and they started calling themselves the Chicks on merchandise and their latest tours. And I can't remember if when they came to the fair... If their merchandise, merchandise said the checks. And the last, they even research, referred to themselves as DCX. Um, it means different things for different people, but if it made a statement that was derogatory for certain people, us included, we were just like, we're done. It doesn't feel right anymore. And then they said, in 2020, the band saw the death of George Floyd was leading many to ira- um, reevaluate associations with racist symbols like the Confederate flag and everything. Mm-hmm. And then they just thought, we, we're done. We're done. And that's how they just came to be the Chicks. And they actually, someone else has a group named yeah, the, the Chicks New Zealand in New band. Zealand. Mm-hmm. But they were really cool to them. And they said, you use it there, we'll use it here. And they had a coexistence agreement in place before they announced yeah. it. So I didn't know that they started out as Dixie Chicken. 
<laughs> That's there you go. Yeah. I, they made a, a good call by yeah. shortening the chicken. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I totally agree. All right, listen, we'll be back with the rest of the headlines. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. It's time for Friday Picks, and they are brought to us by AARP of Minnesota, where they are helping Minnesotans connect to the resources that help them save money and live their best life. For more information, go to aarp.org backslash Minnesota. They do a lot of cool things throughout the week for people from Minnesota and even host a, a town hall with national experts every Thursday at noon on a different topic. So check them out, people, peeps. That's what we know about that. And it's time for the picks. All right, Hallie, do you want to go first? Okay, sure. So I've got a trio of movies that you will be able to watch. And I believe they all made their debut at the Sundance Film Festival this year. And now they're all streaming. So the first one is called Palm Springs. It stars Andy Samberg. Well, that's Uh, why he was everywhere. Yes, Kristen Miltoti, Peter Gallagher, J.K. Simmons. It's kind of like a Groundhog Day. In Palm Springs. So what? it's like, you know, the movie Groundhog Day with yes. Bill Murray and uh, Annie McDowell where he wakes up every morning and then he finds himself in the same predicament. Well, this looks like a cute romantic comedy. It's on Hulu. You can watch it right now. It's called Palm Springs. Second pick is something that's streaming on Netflix today. And it also made its debut at the Sundance Film Festival. The Scary Movie Relic. Yes. Okay, what scary. is that? It's 95% on Rotten Tomato, Holly. Oh, it's produced by Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm-hmm. And it stars Emily Mortimer. Love her. And, uh, you know, I it looks scary. I'm it's, just going to oh, say Oh, is it going to be scary? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's 95%, though. People are like, it is a it's layers and layers of psychological horror. I can't do People it. People love these kinds of movies in the summer, though. Mm-hmm. This will do very well. I think that's on Amazon and Apple. Yeah, yeah I think it, Netflix for sure. Okay. So oh, okay. Uh, go and find Relic. And then also something that's on Netflix that I believe debuted at Sundance this year. It's a documentary called Mucho Mucho Amor. Oh. It's about Walter Mercado. He was the longtime ast- television astrologer. Yes. Yes. And Didn't so, he wear turbans? Oh, and the mustache capes and, and capes. And, yes. He was very, was very that, extravagant. I just watched this for some reason. She loved it. <clears throat> I heard her talking about it. Is this where Johnny Carson got his Karnak? Was that based on Walter Mercado? I have no idea. Okay. Maybe but that we'll would kind of make sense, Lori. Well, he is the subject of this documentary. I believe he just passed away last year. But uh, if you don't know the name Walter Mercado, you definitely would know him if you saw him. Mm-hmm. But this is Walter Mercado's mm-hmm. life story, and it's filming or it's uh, streaming right now on Netflix. It's called Mucho Mucho Amor. All right, cool. All right. Julia, what do you got? Okay, and so, that Palm Springs people love that too. Yeah, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so for um, beginning July fifteenth. So next week, I just want to give a shout out to the Split Rock Lighthouse and Jeffers Petroglyphics, Petroglyphs or whatever mm-hmm. it is, are going to be open again. Good. But you need, um, they're going to have a limited number of daily visitors. So they're going to have a box office there and a limited number of tickets are going to be available for walk-ups. So you can go back and, and if you're going to go up the North Shore, you can go there. Yeah, that's beautiful. I kind of thought that was cool. Okay, also Tom Hanks movie Greyhound that we talked about a lot yesterday about the real life battle is based on true uh real life battle in World War Two about um submarine battles. Mm-hmm. The submarine battleship. I don't know what the heck the name of it was. Other it's things called that, Greyhound, the movie. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Didn't I call it that? I, don't I just know. said the Tom Hanks movie probably. 
And then other than that, Lori, I'm just going to pass it on to you. All right, fine. Well, there is some music happening going on. First of all, the Chan Hassan concert series has resumed. And they used to be in the Fireside Theater, but because nothing is going on on the main stage where Music Man would have been playing... Uh They're moved everything in there. Or they can do social distancing at a grander scale. Yes. And uh, uh, tonight is um, Andrew Relish's Frank Sinatra show, Tonight and Tomorrow Night. And then um, on Sunday, Lori Doken is doing I Am Woman, Hear Me Roar. It's an all-star female. Lovely. Yeah. And then there's a Buddy Holly tribute for Wednesday and Thursday. So just go to Chan Hassan DT because the performances they have, like... Fleetwood Mac is coming up, the tribute to them, ABBA, Patsy Cline, Van Morrison, but they're only selling so many tickets. Exactly. I don't know if it's 120 people. Or I don't know, but they're it's... practicing all the social distancing so stuff, t- but you get it. A- tickets are 40 bucks, and yep. dinner is another 15 but it's in the big main showroom, chanhassendt.com. And Which then, is so fun. And then also uh, out in Burnsville, you know, Mick Sterling is doing the relief sessions Every weekend, and um, I don't know if there's any tickets tonight. Stealing Dan, Love the Stealing Dan tribute, and tomorrow night is uh, or later tonight at eight fifteen is High and Mighty. So those are happening every weekend, and um, you just go to the relief sessions on okay. Facebook. And then tomorrow night, Dan Israel and friends they're having their seventh annual outdoor. This is outside. This is free in St. Louis Park. It's at Wolf Park, which is the Veterans Amphitheater, and it's Dan Israel and Friends, Katie Vernon. That's from 6 to 9. And and they're just bringing it'll all be fun. Yeah, that'll yep. be fun. And then Bunkers is open, and they've got bands. They've got The Combo is playing on Sunday night. Uh, Socialics is playing tonight, and they're just letting whatever percentage of the bar. Of people in. I didn't and, know that. Yeah, and Driftwood is open, and the Minnesota Music Cafe has the good, the bad, and uh, the funky, and they've got another band tomorrow night. So there, there is some dancing going on, and they just are keeping it, you know, limited as far as. Uh, and then the Ice House is doing music out on the patio. Nice. So there, there's some there's music some for things us. happening. There is some stuff for us to so have normal. to be doing, Julia. That sounds normal. And the Jayhawks, if you want to, uh, they've got um, their new album. They were going to be playing, you know, probably a First Avenue show or something this weekend. But um, they fans can at least see them stream a short garden party set that was filmed in St. Paul for CBS this morning, Saturday. So that'll be on tomorrow morning as oh, well wow. as... Public Radio's World Cafe and Acoustic Cafe. You just go to the uh, jayhawksofficial.com to see them perform. Check, check, check. Check, check, check. We got it. I got it. Okay, let me tell you a little something that I learned. All right. Um, Standing by. And I know Palmer's is open. Palmer's Bar is open. The patio. A lot of patios are open, yeah. and some of them have live music. I mean, right. you can, being outside people is do you can do it. Yeah, the Psycho Susie's got that good outside yes, patio. That's they really a huge do. Stillwater is a ton of action mm-hmm. going on. Okay, so um, there was an article today. I don't know if it was in Variety or what about the chicks, formerly known as the Dixie Chicks, and. Um, a little bit about the trio, and here's what they said. The band was originally formed in Dallas, Texas in the late 80s by sisters Marty McGuire and Emily Strayer with Lori Lynch and Robin Lynch Macy as a bluegrass band. Mm-hmm. And we knew that by the fiddlers. 
Um, we were totally working as in kitschy cowgirl clothes and everything on the stage was big. Our hair, you know, we were all into it. We had these cowboy hats playing down on street corners. I can see the look. Oh, they, yeah. They started getting requests for bookings and they needed a name. And they loved the Little Feet song, Dixie Chicken. It oh, actually just came, I, I love that song, came uh-huh. on the radio. So we were the Dixie Chickens for maybe six months, they said. McGuire hated being called a chicken. I wouldn't, I, that's not good. So they shortened it to chicks. Mm-hmm. They released three independent albums before Natalie Maines became the lead singer. The band signed a seven record deal with Sony. And again, they questioned whether to continue as the Dixie Chicks. Strayer even wondered if the word chicks was too derogatory for women, but ultimately felt maybe it's empowering. When we signed to Sony, we thought about it again. The labor's like, no, it's, it's okay, it's catchy, it's you. There's history there. But as the years progressed, the more and more they tried to distance themselves from the world, and they started calling themselves the chicks on merchandise and their latest tours. And I can't remember if when they came to the fair, if their merchandise, merchandise said the chicks. Either. And the last, they even referred to themselves as DCX. Um, it means different things for different people, but if it made a statement that was derogatory for certain people, us included, we were just like, we're done. It doesn't feel right anymore. And then they said, in 2020, the band saw the death of George Floyd was leading many to ira- um, reevaluate associations with racist symbols like the Confederate flag and everything. Mm-hmm. And then they just thought, we, we're done. We're done. And that's how they just came to be the chicks. And they actually, someone else has a group named yeah, the, the chicks New Zealand in New band. Zealand. Mm-hmm. But they were really cool to them. And they said, you use it there, we'll use it here. And they had a coexistence agreement in place before they announced yeah. it. So I didn't know that they started out as Dixie Chicken. <laughs> that's, there you go. Yeah. I, they made a, a good call by yeah. shortening the chicken. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I totally agree. All right, listen, we'll be back with the rest of the headlines. Thanks for hanging out with us this week and on this Friday. So, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell, you know, her, uh, she made her first appearance. Her attorney did. Oh, today? Uh, today, uh, they filed a request for her release on bail as she vigorously denies all charges against her. And they said, oh, she's not a flight risk. $20 right. million, dollars, three passports. Right. Um, and she's not Jeffrey Epstein. <clears throat> they also said... Uh, asked the court to consider that she's a, a smear campaign and that she hadn't talked to Jeffrey Epstein uh, in um, like 10 years, which we'd known that she kind of cut off after he got convicted in Florida for the one count right. after the state attorney general, Alex Acosta, interfered with the Palm Beach Police Department, which had him, like, on 45 counts. Yeah, I know. That was it something. It was unbelievable, and they did some kind of a sweetheart deal. But, uh, sorry, Ghislaine, you don't, uh, nobody's buying that story. Um, they said it's meritless and that she's done nothing. Well, they have all this testimony, and specifically these three women, yeah. about how Ghislaine was the one, that was one of her things in Palm Beach. She came up with the whole way of, get a 14 or 15 year old girl to give a massage and oh jeffrey you can pay them 200 dollars for every mm-hmm. friend they bring in exactly and by the way let's go and get girls that are from quote unquote the poor side of town exactly which palm beach did have which mm-hmm. if you watch that documentary so anyway uh, i'm going to be keeping my eye on um over the weekend to make sure that um you know she's still alive <laughs> 
Yeah. No, it's true. Mm -hmm. I agree. The BBC had a story. He's in paper clothes right now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. How yes, she and is. No sheets and an, an old mattress. Paper sheets and paper clothes. Yeah. Who knew? Well, we did know that because we know when disposable underwear oh, in, the, right. in the uh, <laughs> Walk of Shame kit came out and it was that's sold right. in vending machines, paper oh, underwear that's right. were in the Walk of Shame kit. You're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. It came with the toothbrush, a condom, paper, underwear, underwear, and I felt like, like a little toothbrush and toothpaste. Yeah. That was it. It was called the Walk of Shame. <laughs> Good Lord. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Charlize Theron's movie, The Old Guard, yes. that also drops today. Uh, peop- they 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 like it. They do. They? Um, well, different reviewers mm-hmm. uh, for the most part. What's it about? Well, it's kind of it's um it's image comics. It's it's a it's an action movie. Yes, but it is it is from a comic book series. This uh, should I tell you what the description is? Yeah, giving me the description. A covert team of immortals, immortal mercenaries, are suddenly exposed and must now fight to keep their identity a secret. Just as an unexpected new member is discovered. That's right. Rotten Tomatoes giving it sixty-seven. Oh, that's all percent. Yeah. All right. Well, but for people who are bored, she's six thousand years old, and she's the best part in the movie. That, and I think Kiki Palmer is in it too. Chuito out to. How do you say his name? Chuetel Edifor. Yep. Kiki mm-hmm. Lane. Kiki Lane. Want a, like an action movie? Yeah. Well, why not? Some kick buttness? Mm-hmm. Go for it. She's 6,000 years old and kicking ass. It's actually 79%. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because yeah, the, the first, New York Times the liked it. The first one said and, 63. Okay. Um, I Chris, like that. Christopher Nolan is giving a little bit of press about his movie Tenet, which is supposed to open up theaters maybe at the end of July. It's uh, called Tenet. And apparently um, he's kind of like, would you say he's like a nouveau Alfred Hitchcock, Christopher Nolan? You could say that about him. I've always thought that about Christopher well, when we talk. He's a real. He keeps it real secretive on the set. Yeah. He doesn't. He keeps the plots of his films closely guarded. He wants people to see it in the movie theater. He's very meticulous. He always likes. Um, I don't know. Um, when is this movie coming? Hitchcock out? likes blondes. Christopher Nolan always has brunettes as as far as the women in his movie. Um, and they become events. Anyway, he blows up a real Boeing 747 from the graveyard of planes. I in told this you movie. that because it was better than using CGI and That's it was cheaper. It, it was cheaper. Mm-hmm. So anyway, 
Jeez, how do you really blow up a real 747? They did it. I think it sounds cool. You get a lot of dynamite uh-huh. and, and, and go, go to the desert. Go yes. to the desert. <laughs> so um, anyway, and then the Crazy Rich Asians, Kevin Kwan, his new book is called Sex and Vanity. And I don't even think the book is out yet. And it is, um, it's a love story about an engaged, precious, young socialite from a wealthy New York family who reunites with a righteous eco-warrior she met years earlier at a glamorous wedding on the Italian island of Capri and is considered to be the hot book of the summer and Hollywood has already bought the book for a movie. Oh my gosh, when is it coming out? Um, uh. In a couple weeks, I think. Uh, Kevin Kwan said it. it's inspired by his own entry into the real gossip girl world of New York City, which included running with Park Avenue princesses and uh, going out to five or six stories. It's out June 30th. Yeah, it, it, it came out. It just came mm-hmm. out. Okay. That's Should right. we sing? Let's oh, yeah, it. let's sing. Yeah, yeah. I see this right here. You were singing Temptation Eyes by yeah. the Grass Roots. Yeah, let's we couldn't it. think of what right. to Turn sing. Turn it up, everybody. Sorry, Bill. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, Where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.